Come on in. Welcome to another edition of the Precision Farming Dealer Podcast. I'm your host, Noah Newman, Associate Editor. Great to have you with us here today, as always. We are taking the show on the road to a special technology summit in Rockford, Illinois, where retailers and farmers got an up-close look at AMVAC's Simpass technology. We catch up with Jim Lappin and Caleb Schultz, two AMVAC representatives, for a look at how Simpass technology works and why customers are really excited about the future of it. Without further ado, let's jump right in. Here's Jim. My name is Jim Lappin. I'm the director of the Simpass Product Portfolio and Alliances at AMVAC. So Simpass is an acronym, stands for Smart Integrated Multi-Product Prescription Application System. So shortened to Simpass for short. It's an aftermarket system that you can put on most planners that allows you to prescriptively apply up to three products per row. So you think about equipment like this in the market today are applying single products in a single crop. Uh, our own smart box system, our own lock and load system. There are liquid systems you can bolt on to your fertilizer system. There are competing systems out there, but most of those systems are designed to apply one type of product and one type of crop. The Simpass system is designed to fit 22 inch or wider row planters. So 30 inches are the dominant ones out there. So 30 inch planters, or in some case, cotton wider, but 30 inch or wider row planters. And again, can apply prescriptively up to three products. The system can either apply a product whole field, end to end. It can apply a variable rate across the field, or it can apply just within a specific zone that you've highlighted through a shape file to just apply the products specifically where it's most likely going to give a benefit. Now, does the system work across all models of planners and different brands, or what's the adaptability like with the system? So we, we cover most of the major John Deere case planners, particularly the newer high-speed planners. It requires planner-specific brackets, so we run across planners from time to time we haven't yet uh, gotten to. And, and the other issue is even if you have a standard John Deere planner, people add other aftermarket items to the planner. So no two planners are all set up the same. So again, we just have to assess the planner. We see we can uh, fit most planters. I know a big part of this is the uh, the smart cartridge container technology. Uh, what, how does that work? Explain that to us. So every container has a smart tag, which is an RFID chip, and that's a readable, writable RFID chip. So it can contain a lot of information and provides different functionality for the system. One, it keeps track of if you have a cartridge that's been filled with a particular product, it keeps a record of what product has been put into that container. It also keeps track of as the as the product is dispensed from the container. So for every revolution of our uh, meter, we know how much product is being dispensed. So it keeps a running tally, if you will, of what's been into the container and what's gone out of the container. So at any point in time, we know exactly what's in that container, which gives us the opportunity to charge by the acre for what was applied versus charging for the whole container or by the unit. You kind of touched on this in the in the introduction, but just, you know, how much does this technology change the game for farmers who are using this? We well, you know growers have been using precision approaches to fertilizer for a long time where they're variable rating fertilizer uh, based on the need within a field. They're variable rating their seed. This is a next logical progression to move into at plant inputs and the pesticide arena, the biological arena, those things that can be done 
Uh, and I can give you some very specific examples. So let's take something like nematodes. Nematodes are a pretty big problem across most places in the corn growing area and the soybean growing area, but they don't infest whole fields. They tend to be more concentrated within specific areas of the field. So in the past, you had to make a decision, is the infestation bad enough to justify a whole field treatment? If it wasn't, then in many cases, it, it went un, underserved, if you will. Now you can identify those areas. You can use technology. You can use soil sampling. You can use satellite imagery. You can use various data sources that are now available and say, I can refine that recommendation to, I may only have to treat a portion of the field, 30%, 40%, whatever the case may be, and only use the product where you're getting the most benefit. Yeah, so it sounds like they can really pinpoint where they need to use it. So how much does uh, the price then of SimPass compare to other inputs? So I'll give you an example. There's the price of the equipment. So you buy the equipment from Trimble. Trimble is our distribution partner. They've also been a development partner. So the price of the equipment is approximately $2,000 a row. And then there's some variables there in terms of monitors, right? What kind of monitor? How many other things are you trying to manage? with that monitor. So, you know, if you're buying the same monitor for a 12 row planter versus a 24 row planter, so it's hard to put a per acre price on that. But the point being, it, it's there's an equipment price. And what we find with a grower, let's say a grower's swapping planters every four years, and he's running 3000 acres across his operation. In that kind of scenario, it's less than a bushel per acre of benefit you would need to generate to pay for that system. Now, when you go to the products, we, we've taken a little different approach. Again, we charge by the acre, not by the unit, pound, gallon. And we're only charging for those as-applied acres. So in my nematicide example, if I have a 100-acre field, but I'm only applying a nematicide to 40 acres, I'm only being charged on the 40 acres where I actually applied the material. Who would you say is the ideal customer for SimPass? Uh, we find to date have been large, innovative growers who are looking for how do I get to that next level of yield? Where do I have yield limiting factors? Everybody's got a production budget and they're looking to how do I get the most return on investment for that budgeted dollar? If I can save some money on an input by only treating 30 or 40 percent of a field where that problem is most relevant, I can take those dollars, I can either drop them to the bottom line or I can reallocate them. What's the next most yield limiting factor I can attack and address. Uh, so again, progressive growers, planners, guys who are always looking for how do I how do I compete and how do I improve and get to that next level. Tell us a little bit about what uh, brings you guys here to, to Rockford, Illinois today and what you hope to get across to the people that are here in attendance. So we're in the process of concluding. We've been on a, a for the last eight or nine weeks We've conducted about 12 of these seminars. So we're inviting retailers and growers, uh, retailers that we likely already do business with, with our existing portfolio of products, or they're very focused on precision agriculture. So guys who are already readily engaged in the precision ag business. And in some cases, they're bringing along some grower customers. Uh, we've had some meetings where we've had existing users, and we've had meetings where we have new prospective users. All right, Jim. Well, thanks for taking the time to uh, speak with us. Anything else you want to add before we let you go? Well, one of the common questions we often get is, is what are the types of products that are available? So we have a, a broad portfolio. We have about a dozen products right now. Our goal is 
to build a portfolio of 25 to 30 products. So a grower will have multiple choices and lots of flexibility. But we have insecticides, we have a fungicide, we have some soil health, some plant health. Uh, we're looking at things like inoculants. We're looking at things like iron chlorosis, micronutrients. So again, a broad spectrum, depending on the challenges you're facing and whether you're in North Dakota or Louisiana, New York or Colorado or anywhere in between, we want to come up with a portfolio of solutions. And, and one unique thing about our approach is, is we're making it an open platform, meaning we're inviting other manufacturers to bring forward products. Uh, and in many cases, we've already licensed products from other manufacturers. Our examples so far are from Verdesians, micronutrients, from Syngenta, a fungicide and an insecticide. So we're working with multiple manufacturers to bring those solutions forward. Yeah, my name is Caleb Schultz, and my role with AMBAC is the Precision Ag uh, Retail Channel Lead. So my role with AMBAC is to work with retailers who will be in our SIMPASS ecosystem to help them think about variable rate agronomy and prescriptive applications through the SIMPASS system. Yeah, and what's the biggest topic or theme would you say that you cover with the retailers when you're introducing them to the, the SIMPASS system? Well, I think the, the biggest theme uh, is really kind of reorienting them, not away from our traditional business, but into a new kind of realm of business where, you know, traditionally with our app plant uh, solutions, we're, we're doing a granular insecticide, whole field, whole farm type applications. We're trying to reorient them to think about, okay, now we have three product opportunities in a field. Those can be done whole field, flat rate, or we can introduce uh, prescriptive applications, you know, where we're effectively helping the farmer's ROI by removing areas where we don't need to treat uh, and, and really trying to focus our products where we know they're going to have a good rate of return. They're going to perform best, you know, so targeting targeting the correct agronomic uh, conditions. So it's really about kind of just reorienting our, our retail customers to start thinking about um, some of these prescriptive applications. We just spoke with Jim and he told us about how there's just a wide array of farmers or customers that use this system. It could be someone in you know, North Dakota or someone in Mississippi. So what kind of feedback have you heard from customers that have used this so far? Well, a lot of them are really excited about the possibilities for products. Um, we, we think that's really going to drive the adoption of, of the system as we bring a lot of products into the, into the portfolio. You know, when you have three opportunities on a pass at planting, you know, that really opens up a, a farmer's mind to think about, oh, wow, all the things that I always kind of wanted to address, but, you know, either just haven't thought about or didn't really have a way to to think about one one specific example like like when we apply a product like our zinc product oftentimes zinc is just riding along with starter fertilizer and a fertilizer blend you know zinc is the most common deficient micronutrient it's, it's actually not difficult but uncommon to only target that one nutrient so with something like simpass we can completely target just the needs in any part of the field for that one nutrient instead of having it ride along with the nitrogen or the FOSS or, or, you know, P and K, you know, stuff like that. So I think that's a unique opportunity is to now, instead of thinking on a, a macro basis, you can really think on 
you know, very individualized, targeted applications of all these different products. And that's usually what farmers really start to key into is, is the, the the product opportunities. Yeah, we've uh, we've spoken with soil health specialists who, you know, talk about how important micronutrients are like zinc. And you just you really don't hear that much about it usually. But it, I mean, something like this could really help farmers out in that department. Yeah. So. You know, micronutrients, uh, things like that, that, you know, they're getting applied and it's not like we're we're shorting crops, but oftentimes they're you're actually may not need them, you know, or you may need them in greater amounts in in certain areas. So, yeah, we, we've still in the industry have that opportunity with like micro bins and stuff like that on, on dry spreaders. But it's just. Uh, in my career, I've done a lot of precision ag in my career, and we never really did much targeting micronutrients specifically when we're talking about variable rate agronomy. So it's just a new opportunity. Yeah, in, in the realm of uh, precision ag and just the industry as a whole, where do you where do you see Simpass moving from here five to ten years from now? How do you see the system evolving? Uh, I see it evolving that just really through the products. I think there's going to be a lot of excitement once we get a wider range of products. You know, our, our goal uh, within the portfolio is to have 30 some odd products in there. I think I think five, 10 years from now, as we grow the fleet of Simpass systems out there, I think we're really going to entertain a lot of third-party companies wanting to get into our cartridges, wanting to uh, be a part of the ecosystem and wanting to bring their products into the portfolio. So, you know, we're going to start with our AMVAC products. We're going to focus on the things that we've always done well. And then we really want to invite other people into the ecosystem uh, so that they can participate. And, you know, we can really build a really cool brand ladder, you know, within Simpass. So how much are you looking forward to uh, being here today in Rockford and just kind of sharing, you know, everything about Simpass with the people who are here? Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I've, I've never been to Rockford, Illinois. So I, uh, one of the pleasures of my job is seeing agriculture all over the country. That's one of my, one of the favorite things about my job. So we, we kind of travel from site to site when we do these events and, uh, it's always fun. You know, really the best part about it is when people interact and get some questions. Um, so we're always looking forward to people asking questions so that really you know, clues me in that they're involved, they're, they're really enjoying the, the presentation, and it really helps me think through, you know, what retailers might be really thinking in the back of their head about what we're presenting. So I, I usually really like it when we get some interaction and get some questions, especially hard questions. I like, like hard agronomic questions that make me think. Uh, so hopefully that's, that's what we can find today. Well, off the top of your head, what are some of those uh what are, what are some of the hardest questions or most common questions you've heard in this uh, tour across the country? Well, I wouldn't say hard questions, but the most common questions from retailers is, and that's my job, is to help them think about new classes of products that we haven't done in a variable rate manner before. So, you know, especially when we think about our, our insecticides, that's our bread and butter, you know, but it's fence row to fence row. And, and you know, people get really nervous about removing that from certain areas of the field or, you know, so I, I like those questions. I like looking at some of the new technologies for like DNA sampling that's going on that, that help us target areas for disease and things like that. But I also really like to help people just think through, hey, we already have a whole bunch of data. 
just think about it in a different way. And you, you already have the data pool to create these prescriptions. Let's just think about it creatively and we can think about a new class of product. It's really not that it's very difficult. It's just maybe a, a mental barrier that they, they haven't really considered those products before. So when I get those questions, um, that's really the fun part for me is just thinking creatively about, about a new, a new set of problems instead of, you know, seed and fertilizer that we've, we've typically done. Well, thanks for uh, taking the time to speak with us today. Anything else you'd like to add before we let you go? No, I, I sure appreciate the time today, Noah, and uh, uh, hope, hope you enjoy the event. And that'll wrap up this week's edition of the Precision Farming Dealer Podcast. Thanks to Jim Lappin and Caleb Schultz once again for taking time to speak with us this week about SimPass technology. And if you want to go back and listen to some older episodes of the Precision Farming Dealer Podcast, head to precisionfarmingdealer.com. I'm your host, Noah Newman. Thanks again. Have a great day.